Hello, welcome to the first episode of 2022. When we were getting this set up to record today, I said to my sister, I asked my sister, who's my podcast editor, what episode number are we on again? And she said, 33, like you. Oh my gosh. So here we are. I turned 33 in December. This is the 33rd episode and it is the first episode of the new year. So happy new year, guys. I wanted to come on and share a little bit about what my intentions are for this year. I don't know if that's of interest to you or not, but a few people have asked, you know, if I set resolutions or if I choose a word of the year or anything like that. And I, I kind of do both of those. I set some broad intentions for the year. And then I take some time to reflect on how I would like to achieve certain goals, how I would like to adjust my daily practices to help me fulfill those intentions. And I thought that might be something you'd be interested in hearing about. So that's what we're talking about today. As the rest of the episodes for this month unfold, we're going to be talking about some other mindsets type stuff. We're going to talk a little bit next week about consistency and how to stick with your new intentions or your new goals, how to um, carry on with practices even when you lack motivation. We're going to talk about that next week. The week after that, I'm going to get a little bit personal with you and share some mindset shifts that I have had over the past <laughs> decade or so uh, regarding weight loss and weight management. I know that's a sensitive topic for a lot of people. It was a sensitive topic for me for a long, long time and sometimes still can be. But I think it's important that we open up that dialogue about not necessarily about weight loss itself, but about our mindset and our ideas around weight loss. Because at this time of year, there tends to be a big push, whether we like it or not, to lose weight, manage weight, exercise, all these things, whether we're feeling those urges or we're just seeing them in the culture around us, there's kind of a more looming idea, I think, of, of weight loss right now. So I want to get into that a little bit later this month. And then we'll start getting more practical and tangible about putting these things into practice and, and again, building our healthy eating strategies and our wellness toolkit throughout the remainder of the year. So it's kind of where things are headed with the podcast. Hope that sits well with you. If there are ever um, topics you want me to explore more if there are things you want to learn about or you want my perspective on definitely let me know you can always go on instagram at be well with stuff and ask me a question or ask me to you know explore a topic you can send me an email and share your thoughts anytime too it's just stuff at be well with stuff.com and it's just me answering emails and dms on the other end so definitely let me know your thoughts and what you need and how i can serve you as we get into this year Hey there, welcome to Be Well With Steph, the podcast, the show for women who know that personal wellness can be an actively pursued goal and who are ready to tackle building healthier daily habits with a little bit of good humor, a little bit of grace, and a lot of coffee. I'm Steph Jenko, your holistic nutrition coach and your host, and I'm here to help empower you to create and maintain a healthy lifestyle you love, a lifestyle that gives you the strength energy, and confidence to go after your wildest dreams. So 
I will share a little of my intentions. The first question people have been asking is, do you um, have a word? You choose a word of the year that became popular, really popular a few years ago. And I'm honestly not sure where it came from, but I did start to do it over the past few years, kind of choose a word, which for me really aligns with what are my overall intentions? How do I want to show up a little bit differently this year than I did last year? Um, is there a theme that I want to focus on? That kind of thing. And for 2022, the word that I chose is community. And that spans across both my personal and professional life. And I'll explain a little bit of that as I go here. But the idea that I really want for Be Well With Stuff to be a community. And that's why I call my membership group Be Well Together, because it's really hard to go it alone. It's so much easier to make strides toward our goals, to support our healthy living, but also to just feel good when we feel as though we're in community with other people and with like-minded people. So community is very, very important for me um, in a big sense, in a more um, like, I, I don't want to say small, but a more like day-to-day -day sense. Um, continuing to foster relationships with the people around me is really important. And it's one of those things that has been taken out of, I think, the last couple of years where we were separated from a lot of people, where people spent more time alone, less time going out, maybe time isolated or quarantined from, you know, family members even, or unable to see groups of friends for a long time. Um, there's still, you know, there's family members I haven't seen now in what feels like a really, really long time. And I've realized how much I value those people and being with people in general and sharing ideas and sharing love. And so just being in community with people is something that I'd like to focus on in my personal life, in the business world. Um, I have some goals that relate to that too. So I will share those when I get to that. So in order to determine what my intentions for this year are going to be, I took a little spin off of a practice I learned from Marie Forleo, if anyone follows her. Um, I'm a big, big Marie Forleo fan. I know I've talked about her in a few different places, but she's really where that idea of a multi-passionate entrepreneur came from for me. So um, Marie has this practice where she basically says set a timer and brain dump and brain dump everything you think about for the next year. How do you want to be as a person? Um, how, what do you think about accomplishing? What do you think about exploring or experiencing? How do you think about showing up? You know, what's kind of the, the daily stuff you want to incorporate? Basically just dump it all and kind of dump it out into three categories. Things that relate to me as an individual, or at least this is how I, like my interpretation of this. So the three categories I dumped into were me as a person, and that means like self-care, and how I as a person want to grow or show up, it, um, others, other people. And so that's relationships and connections with other people. So how do I want to grow or show up in those ways? And then business. So how do I want to show up professionally and how do I want my businesses to grow? So I, I dumped all the ideas for like 15 minutes into those categories and fill the page, right? Once you start, I always like to set a timer because I feel like if I were to just sit down to write, after 30 seconds or a minute, I would run out of things to say. And then by sitting there and knowing I was going to fill up the time, it would encourage me to kind of get over that hump and I'd keep writing. And once I did, I filled the page. So there were so many things 
ways that I could possibly show up in 2022. And we can't do it all, right? So then the next phrase or like phase there is to refine that, to look for some themes among what I wrote to say, yeah, I'd love to be able to do this, but it, it might not be feasible for this year. I'm going to cut it off. I'm going to cross that off the list. And then to do some refining after having brainstormed without inhibitions. So when I did that, I whittled it down to kind of five personal intentions or I don't I don't really use the word resolution because for me that feels like I've made some sort of firm decision of something I'm going to do and a year is a long time. We can change our minds, we can grow as people or, or life circumstances can change. You know, any any new year's resolutions or that I might have made in 2020 for example were in a lot of ways out the door 3 months into the month and I had to adjust. So I don't like to feel like I've made a commitment to myself that I'm breaking, but rather that I've set an intention. And as a person, I can choose to adapt that as the year goes on. So I set um, five personal intentions, five ways I'd like to grow as a person, and then five ways I'd like for my businesses to grow. And others, that kind of other category, how I want to grow my relationships or show up for other people, are infused into both categories, personal and business. And that is why community was such an important word for me this year. So personally, the things that I am in, um, setting intentions for this year, the first one is to um, grow a morning ritual that really feeds my soul. If you have hung around for a while or you follow me on Instagram, I my morning routine is very important to me. That's the time where I know I am showing up for myself before I am getting into anything else for the day. So for a long time, I worked out, you know, components of a morning routine that were important to me. And I was able to kind of lock in that I always, I like to get up and get dressed. That doesn't mean I have my clothes on for the day. It just means I've changed into something that's going to make me feel good and get me going. Might wash my face, make the coffee, fill my water bottle, put some quiet music on. Those are all parts of the routine. But then I would sit down on the couch and I had this expectation of, I'm going to um, read for 10 minutes, journal for 10 minutes, go over my day. Well, that's fine on days I feel like doing that, but I don't feel like doing that every day. And then I would feel like I wasn't successful. Well, I didn't read in three days, so I guess I'm not doing my morning routine. So that, that just left me feeling discouraged or like I didn't do something, right? So instead, I've really reframed morning ritual for myself in the idea that it could be, once I sit down on the couch, I do that, make the coffee, fill the water, wash my face, sit down on the couch. What I do with that next, you know, 10 to 20 minutes is up to me that day. I have kind of a bank to pull from of things that I know feed my soul. So the fifth grade teacher and me will never leave. So I got out some little index card pieces in a Sharpie and I just made, um, a list of like eight things that I know feed my soul that I'm inspired to do at different times. Um, yoga, a guided meditation, read a book, write in the journal. Um, I would like to, I used to play the piano and I've gotten really away from that and it's something I'd like to do again. So I put on piano on there and I don't have the cards in front of me. I feel like I'm forgetting something. But anyway, you get the idea. So I made this collection of cards. And so for me, my intention in a morning ritual that feeds my soul is to do those routine routine parts and then choose from my own feed your soul tasks 
kind of the thing I'm going to explore for 10 or 20 minutes that morning. In that way, as my mood changes, the season changes, inspiration changes, um, I can change what I'm going to do and I can still, you know, feel successful or feel accomplished, feel good and fed with a morning ritual, but it doesn't have to look the same every day. That's something that's really important for me. The morning ritual really sets the tone, like I said, and gives me that time for myself. Um, another intention that I have personally is daily movement. And again, kind of a bank of things to pull from. I used to set a goal like I have to, I don't know, run a certain miles, number of miles a week or go to the gym a certain number of days. And again, I found that when life happens, there was no extra reward. If I say I'm going to the gym three days a week and I go five, great. But the days that the weeks that I go two, I just feel crappy about myself. And I didn't like that I had to always quantify moving my body. I just want to move it in a way that feels good, that is in a celebration of what my body can do or a challenge to what it can do. So daily movement, I'm putting on my calendar every day. I'm putting in my schedule as a thing I'm going to do, but that can change. It might be gym or yoga. It might just be putting on my sneakers and going for a walk around the block and getting some fresh air. But it's still something I know is important to me and I want to continue to be intentional about making it happen. Um, along with that is intentional food and drink choices. I think a lot of us have <laughs> um, kind of healthy eating ideals for a new year, or we say, you know, I don't want to fall into habits like I did at Christmas or whatever. Um, for me, it's more that I know that I eat better when I'm more prepared. I know I nourish myself better when I'm more prepared. I know that I feel better when I'm more nourished. So working backwards, what am I going to have to do? I'm going to have to be a little more intentional and a little more prepared. So it's just, again, looking at my week and saying, where do I have little pockets of time that I can prep a couple lunches, make something for breakfast, cut up a vegetable, whatever. Um, but just being intentional and mindful about the fact that good food and good drink makes me feel good. I need to keep that idea present in my head. Um, and with that morning ritual and other parts of the day, I have an intention for continuing to read, to learn, to explore hobbies and do things for fun. I tend to uh, be a person who always feels like, I guess that's that entrepreneurial spirit is I always feel like the thing I am doing has to be working toward a goal. It always has to be like accomplishing something. So if I read, it's because I'm trying to learn something specific. If I, um, you know, create something. Is there a way to sell it and turn it into a side thing? You know, I'm always, I always lean that way. And I'm trying, my personal intention is to read and learn and explore hobbies for fun, for the sake of doing them just for enjoyment. So that's where reading a book in the morning or spending a few minutes at the piano come in. Um, and as far as like personal, actual personal growth and learning go, I also am working on wrapping up in this first quarter of the year, um, my holistic health coach certification. So kind of working on getting that done. And then there's that community, just really keeping the personal intention of growing my network, of listening to people when they talk, of going into new situations and meeting new people, of making time throughout my month to go for walks with my mom or my sister, to meet a friend for coffee, to go to the gym with somebody, to um, send somebody an email or a text that I haven't talked to in a while, just to really um, keep my network close, keep my friends close. So those are the personal intentions for this year. On the business side of things, 
community is really infused. Like it, it's really in there. Um, they first and foremost, it's business ones are like harder to speak about. I feel like personal intentions for myself are easy to talk about because I love personal growth and exploration so much. The business ones feel scary. They always feel like um, I'm going to say it. And then if I don't do it, I feel it's like it's like um, an accountability type thing, you know, but I'm going to speak it here. We'll speak some of this stuff into existence and we'll see how the year goes. Right. That's the best we can do. So Growing my team is something I'm really looking at for this year. And by that, I mean, yes, actually hiring. So I'm looking, um, I will be hiring my first team member, uh, um, looking at like a virtual assistant for the beginning of this year. And this is not, don't DM me, don't at me that I want to be a personal assistant. I'll let you know when it's time. But um, I am really, really excited to make that move. I know that we can do a lot on our own and we can do more together. We can do more through the help of others. So I'm, I'm not an expert in everything that goes into running a business by any means. And it is time for other people who have awesome skills to do the things that they're good at for my businesses. And for me to be able to really hone in on the stuff that I am good at for my businesses. So growing my team is a really, really big one there. Um, and seeing how that unfolds over the year is exciting. So I'm really excited. Um, in addition to community, have I said the word excited enough by, by now? Just wondering. Um, in addition with this part of community is I want to do more events. I really miss that. Um, if you're new around here, my background is that I was um, in education for the last 10 years. So I have been speaking in front of groups of kids and working on professional development with other teachers for many years. And so working in a collaborative environment has been a big part of my life and it is a missing piece right now. Um, in addition, before teaching, I was a performer. So I acted for about 10 years. My first degree was a, a fine arts degree in theater performance and acting for stage in particular. So, you know, being in front of groups and talking with and working really closely with people in that way has been a part of my life for so long that I am not experiencing right now. So a big, big intention for this year is to host more events, to host more live events at Wellness in the Village, to um, appear at other people's events. You know, I'd love to speak more at wellness fairs, to do um, personal development or professional development workshops with groups of people. So that's, that's a really, really big one. Um, and then also to grow my online community by growing my membership program and by turning some of what I do into some self-paced online courses. Right now, everything that I do is one-on-one -on -one, and most of it is nutrition coaching options, um, nutrition coaching offers. So having one-on-one -on -one nutrition coaching offers is not a great reflection right now of what it is that I spend most of my time doing. And what I spend most of my time doing is coaching women on healthy lifestyle practices creating habits that they can stick with, on finding ways to find joy throughout their wellness routine, on building wellness routines, and yes, on learning to nourish our bodies better along the way. And right now, my offerings really only reflect um, nutrition, but that's not what I, what I actually do most of the time. So I'm going to be reframing a lot of that over the beginning of this year. And some of the things that I've previously done as um, workshops or, or group coaching 
for nutrition are going to become some self-paced offerings. So I'm looking at putting together um, an online course in becoming a whole foodie and learning to eat whole plant foods that you can walk through in a systematic way. I'm going to be uh, continuing then small group nutrition coaching. So I have an opportunity to learn and to work through stuff together. And all of it is surrounded around community, right? About doing it together. It's why, again, my membership is called Be Well Together. So that's a really big push. And then I'm also going to be looking at adding later in the year. Scary, but I'll say it anyway. Um, also a self-paced course on building healthy daily practices and building your own wellness rituals at home. So those things are coming coming down the pipeline for me this year. And along with doing that, then is reframing the work that I do with women one-on-one to be more about, um, or to show you guys that what I do is more about building overall healthy daily habits, um, holistic health in general. And so my offerings will be switching a little bit to a lot of holistic health coaching and then some other things related to nutrition independent of that. So I hope that makes sense. I'm kind of running at the mouth right now, but this is what my brain is like. There's a lot of ideas all the time. And I'm always brainstorming ways that I'm going to connect with people and ways that I'm going to show up and try to encourage you on your wellness journey. That's what I'm here for. That's what this is about is encouraging you and supporting you on your wellness journey. So there's a little bit of what I have in store for 2022. I'd love to hear if any of it is interesting to you or exciting to you. If you want to hear more about personal stuff or if you have, you know, interest or excitement around one of the potential offerings for this year I'm chatting about. I always love to hear from you. So again, head over to Instagram. Let me know what your thoughts are as we begin this new year, what you're excited about, where you need support. And I am excited to continue connecting with you and building our community this year. I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for listening to Be Well with Steph, the podcast. When there are a million things that you could be doing, I appreciate your choosing to hang out here. And I am proud of you for continuing to work on your own wellness journey. I invite you to head over to BeWellWithStuff.com for the details from this episode, my blog, upcoming events, and lots of other resources. If you enjoyed today's show, I'd love to hear from you. I'm Be Well With Steph everywhere you like to hang out on social media, so come on over and say hi. Until next time, my friends, be well. Shop it, girl. Shop it, girl.